Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. Well guys, I'm a little tired. It's been a long day, a uh, long couple days already. Uh, today I officially put on a little over 1,000 miles on the new heavy-duty truck. Uh, the truck is doing awesome. Every single day I have been towing a heavy trailer. I think there's only been one day since I've had the truck. It didn't have a trailer connected to it. Um, but yeah, it's it's working great. Um, doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Uh, it's got so much power. It is just off the charts. Off the charts. Um, I, I can't explain how much power it has. It just seems like it doesn't run out of power. The, the more you give it gas, it just wants to just take off like a rocket. No matter what you have connected to it in the back. And I have a you know that big um, 20 foot trailer that's 3,000 plus pounds empty. I've got pallets of concrete bags, cement mixers and generators and heavy steel and just all kinds of stuff. I got um, big rigid sight boxes now um, on there filled with tools and all kinds of stuff. So there's there's a lot of weight on that trailer, and um, it's got no problem, no problem at all. The exhaust brake on that truck is awesome, absolutely awesome. That, that is a game changer. That, that was one, one thing I was really looking for when I was purchasing a truck to make sure it had the exhaust brake or engine brake. The engine brake would be for Ford and an exhaust brake is what they would call for the, the Ram trucks, the diesels. But yeah, that is a must. I, I've, I, today I had the trailer completely filled up going down a very long steep hill. And the only time I had to use my brake was to actually just slow down and take the turn, take a turn, like coming off the main road to take a turn. Um, and that was only a little bit of braking, not much at all, because I was already almost at a dead stop. And then um, to pull into um, someone's um, property. But other than that, that whole, there was a really, probably, I think it's about a 20, 25 minute downhill, like really steep. In fact, the, the road is so, the hill is so steep that if people that live in that area are going to call a concrete truck, the concrete truck cannot go up the hill um, for two reasons. First, the, the slope, the grade is so steep that the concrete will actually come out of the back of the con concrete truck. They even if they fill the concrete truck only halfway full, it'll still come out the back. So the only way they can bring concrete trucks in there is the upper road. So this road is basically con um, has two two areas where you can come in and out of this main subdivision and the subdivision is a huge private ranch and it, it's got a really really high-end homes and beautiful homes um some really really rich people live in there but the hill that's in between this subdivision is a private community right so on the bottom they have security shacks and everything on the top they have security shacks so in order for um like the concrete trucks to come in uh, they have to use, they have to come from the, um, the top, ironically. You would think comes from the bottom, right? But because they can't carry enough concrete, you know, they have to make too many loads at like a, like a quarter load. It's not worth it, right? So they're better off filling up a little bit about halfway at least or more to come down. And then obviously they're using their exhaust brakes to come down the, the hill. Um, so that same hill is the, the hill I was coming down today. And uh, yeah, no problem at all. No problem at all. And then um, after I was done doing what I had to do, I went back up that hill and the turbocharger, the turbo on that truck with the high output engine and the transmission, it, it, it is just insane. It is just 
I, I really wish you, all of you that are listening to this podcast could be a part of that experience. Uh, if you ever get a chance to ride in a brand new, um, you know, heavy duty truck, like the, the one I have, the, um, Dodge Ram 3,500 high output with the ASIN transmission, or even with some of the new Fords, you should feel the amount of power that these trucks have. It just doesn't see, it doesn't seem like there's it in, it runs out of power. It just goes no matter how much more you give it gas, the turbo kicks in more hard and it just pulls and pulls and pulls. So that's an awesome feeling to know that you have that much power, you know, at your foot that you could easily utilize as much as you want at any one time. And it'll get you there. Now, the other thing is too the other two guys that I had working for me. Um, so they worked out great. So the first day was what, two days ago. Uh, and then yesterday I had them working again with me. Um, I basically had them digging some holes in the ground yesterday, just some labor work, um, for yesterday's job. Uh, and then I also had one of them help me bust up some concrete and move some concrete around. Um, but yeah, they've been working out pretty good. Um, the younger one, because obviously he is a lot younger, uh, he doesn't really have too much direction. So you have to continuously like, you know, just tell him what to do. You know, you have to give him a very clear picture of exactly what you want and how, what you're expecting. And, you know, just kind of, you gotta keep an eye on them, you know, because when they're that young, they, you know, they're not really trying to pay attention too much. He did a good job, you know. Um, there's nothing that I, I have a gripe about. He did what I want him to do. But you do have to be there to make sure that you're, um, you know, staying on top of things, especially with, you know, people that are a little bit younger. Uh, the older uh, guy, uh, he's got no problem. You tell him what to do, he remembers it and he does it. <laughs> whatever you, you know you need him to do so that's good but yeah but both of those guys have been working out so they made some really good money um yeah they were super super happy and I'll, obviously i'm happy because i'm able to uh you know accomplish more jobs kind of get caught up on things and you know right now because i'm starting to really um cascade on these jobs like today guys i went through three different jobs i've got so many jobs going on that i have multiple jobs going on at the exact same time like no joke Today, I went to three different jobs. Yesterday, I went to two different jobs. So there's so much work that we have to do at certain places um, that, I, you know, because some of these homeowners or property no owners have booked out already and have already paid me, um, you know, it's my job to make sure that I'm showing up and, uh, you know, at least getting, you know, things moving, you know. And I, I am actually getting them done earlier than I had them scheduled. I actually had them scheduled out um, for like for another two weeks before we're supposed to start all these projects. Um, but to show them I have initiative, right, and that they hired the right guy, I'm already putting my guys and myself on all these jobs. So everywhere I'm going today, people are really happy, like, wow, you're, you're ahead of schedule. You know, you come and go as, as you please, and you're doing a great job. We love what you're doing here. That's great. So, you know, that's, that's the type of rapport I have with my customers. So they know that, obviously, I'm going out of my way to make sure that I'm accommodating them because they went out of their way to make sure they paid me, right? So it's vice versa. So yeah, um, we're, we're able to tackle quite a bit of work. And at this point right now, guys, it's it's three, almost four o'clock p.m. in the afternoon. It's been a long day for me, um, you know, managing these guys, managing all these jobs, um, continuously loading, unloading, you know, towing trailers. You know, it's just, it, it's a, it, it can take a toll on you, right? And so um, it's my time to unwind for the evening kind of get myself together take a little um you know break and then um i do need to go back outside and load up 
um, some concrete and some other things um, for tomorrow. Um, tomorrow I'm actually going to be going to, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm actually going to be going to six different properties tomorrow doing X amount of work at all these properties. Um, so I'm doing a little bit here, a little bit there. Because a lot of the jobs that we're doing right now are kind of very similar. So I'm able to carry a lot of material that's related to all these jobs. So it's kind of like I can kind of go in a circle. So I go to the first job. We get things moving on that job. It's the same thing. We go to the next job. It's almost identical. I already have all the same stuff because I'm carrying a lot of stuff on the trailer now, right? And we do a little bit there to get things going. Because some things that we put in, like say you're going to concrete something in. You know, once you pour the concrete on something, you've you, you got to let the concrete cure. Right? You cannot just work on the concrete right away. You can't just start using that concrete, whatever you're going to try to do right away. You have to let it cure so that way it doesn't crack on you. So I'll give you an example. Like yesterday, uh, we went to different properties, and we were able to do some concrete work there, um, install a couple things in the concrete. Uh, and then the same thing, we went to another job site, and we did the same exact thing. Went to another one, did the same exact thing. So you know we're kind of um, tag-teaming all these jobs that are very similar just because we have all the same similar materials and tools that is used to do these jobs at one time. So by doing that, I'm able to tackle more jobs more fast and get ahead, right? That's why a lot of the homeowners are very happy to see there's big things happening already in a very short period of time. So they're happy, I'm happy. That's the main thing. Sorry guys, that's another customer calling. So um, I'm actually gonna have to call him back as soon as we get off this podcast, guys. But um, yeah. And now, come tomorrow, it's a whole different ballgame. I'm only doing a small little concrete project, but after that, tomorrow, the, the other five jobs is completely something different. right? So I bring all my tools and materials accordingly for those jobs, and I can start tackling one, 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 one. You know, kind of just keep moving. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, keep moving forward. But yeah, you know, um, in the end, guys, everything's going to be all right. Um, the guys are working out pretty well. They're really nice people, you know, really nice guys. They're humble. That's another thing, too, about hiring guys. Um, finding humble people is a, is a blessing because it just makes everything a lot easier, you know, for them and for, you know, the, the boss. Like me. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. My phone is just nonstop, nonstop. It just seems like it just, oh, my God. I, honestly, I think that the one thing that irritates me the most is the notifications that I get on my phone. It is nonstop notifications. I'm either getting text messages or emails or updates on materials and shipping updates and just nonstop notifications on my phone. It is just, I'm tired of hearing that noise. And it's been like that for many, many years. But, you know, when you have a long day and a lot has, has happened, the last thing you want to start hearing is all these notifications going off on your phone. Like, oh, my God, shut it off, please. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm just happy that I'm able to help a couple guys in the community. They're working hard. They're earning their money. And, you know, that's what it's about, guys, you know. But yeah, um, today when I was driving the truck, I actually watched it have its first 1,000-mile birthday. So I was driving the truck, and I said, happy birthday, 1,000 miles on the truck. <laughs> oh, my God. The truck right now, guys, is completely dirty. Like, it is just, inside is clean. I'm, I'm keeping the inside clean, but because I'm, you know, for, for one, I do live off-road, and a lot of places I'm going is, you know, dirt roads, off-road, or there is no road, 
Uh, and then, you know, right now it's kind of bad weather, so it's rainy and there's a lot of, you know, water and everything on the ground and mud puddles. So the outside of the truck right now is very, very dirty. Um, but that's okay. You know, I bought it as a work truck and a personal truck. So, um, you know, kind of tomorrow's a Friday. So I'm hoping tomorrow afternoon I can wash it up again, kind of get it back up to where it's supposed to be, brand new looking again. Uh, and then Saturday, Sunday, I'm right back to work, guys. There is, there is no rest for the wicked, as they would say, you know. So this weekend I am working every day. And then Monday, working all the way through. So I don't mind actually working nonstop. I actually don't mind it. Like right now I'm a little tired just because it's been a long day. But if I give myself just a little bit of time to unwind and kind of, you know, take a shower, eat something, drink something, relax a little bit, boom, I'm ready to go the very next day. No problem at all. So I'm looking forward to the next two, you know, over two and a half months, three months of just basically nonstop work, you know. But if I feel like I need to take a day off, I can easily do that. I am the boss, right? If I want to take more, if I can, t I can take a week off if I really wanted to, right? But, um, you know, I don't want to do that because I enjoy what I'm doing and I'm making my customers happy. So that's the main thing. But yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, just powering through guys, powering through. Um, the other thing is, uh, I did notice there's a little bit more people on the road now. Um, I don't know what they're doing, but there's a little bit more people um, driving around on the roads here locally. So um, maybe that's a good sign that some people are getting back to work or, you know, on um, that kind of stuff. Uh, I, but I don't know when they're supposed to lift the stay at home order at the end of the month this month. Uh, so we'll see how that goes, because if they lift that, then hopefully everybody can kind of get back into the groove of things. And, you know, um, maybe life can continue as normal, hopefully, you know, um, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, I did hear um, President Trump or I think it was President Trump. Yeah, they were talking about, you know, trying to reopen, you know, the, the country. And I agree with that. Because, you know, think about it like this, guys. We, our country is a very, it's, it's a lot more modern and economical um, engine, right, of the world in a, in a sense, right? Because our dollar is basically giving the value, in a sense, to a lot of the currencies around the world, right? And so for us to be shut down and not working as a country, you know, how long do we do that before the, the, the country just completely collapses financially? Right. If everybody's staying home because of all these stay at home orders and nobody's working or there's a, like one percent of the population is actually working, then I mean, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be really bad. It's already getting bad, but it's going to get it can get way worse than what it is now. So, um, you know, the way I look at it is this. You, you, you may disagree and that's OK. Um, but the way I look at it is like this, is that they need to open everything back up. Because people. Families, you know, people, you know, everybody is suffering, you know, to a certain degree. And, you know, there's a lot of people that want to get back to work so they can start supplying for their family. You know, people are just kind of barely getting by and if, and some people are not even getting by. Right. Lots of people are going to the food banks, you know, um, that kind of stuff. So you have, to, you have to think about the bigger picture sometimes, you know. To me, yeah, the coronavirus is a thing, obviously. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those things. It, it, I look at it like the flu. That's the way I look at it, guys. Just look at it like the flu, the flu. The flu comes and goes every year, right? There's nothing we can do to stop it, right? It just comes and goes every single year, right? You can get a flu shot and all that stuff, but 
really none of that matters in a sense because it still comes and goes every year. Regardless if you're getting sick or you're dying from it or you're not, means nothing. The fact of the matter is that it comes and goes every single year. And every single year, there is X amount of people that survive from it. There's X amount of people that die from it. And there's X amount of people that get sick from it, right? So in a sense, look at it in those terms. That's, the, that's what I'm trying to compare it to. The coronavirus, I'm comparing it to the, the flu in a sense. Just for the fact that the flu has way more casualties than the coronavirus has. Even if you add up all the numbers as of right now from every country, it is nothing. It is a small, very small percentage compared to what the flu does globally, right? So, you know, but, you know, I, I think this was a good thing this has happened because as far as, you know, shutting things down, social distancing and stuff like that, um, because it has set some ground rules to give people a little bit more space because I, I believe now everyone's going to have a little bit more conscious thinking when you're standing next to somebody or, you know, that kind of stuff. And to be honest with you, that, that works out great for me in my business because if I am around a customer, most of the time they're far away, right? And half the time I don't even see them. But if they are, I don't want them to be right up in my face. I'd rather them to be, you know, six feet back or more and we can have our conversation, no problem, you know? It just, to me, it just seems more respectful. I don't like the fact that somebody's just standing right next to me, regardless if there is the coronavirus or not, you know? You, you, people, what they would refer to as their bubble, Right. Some people don't understand, you know, that and they they're basically right up in your face all the time. And re regardless if they mean to or not, that's the problem. Right. They, they're not conscious of what they're doing, you know. So there's going to be some good things that come out of this. And, you know, um, some bad things, because obviously there's a lot of people getting sick, um, but nowhere near what the flu is yet, you know. And if this ever gets the size of the flu, the amount of casualties, then it is what it is. We've been dealing with the flu for how long? Forever. So this might be something that we will have to deal with forever as well. You know? So someone was telling me the other day that with the amount of people that is infected, it is just a matter of time before everyone gets affected. You know, it may not be tomorrow, but as time goes on and time goes on, everyone will get affected in one way or the other. Will you survive? Will you die? Will you make it? Will you get sick? Will you not get sick? Well, you know, that's in God's hands. That's the way I look at it, right? Just like the flu. It's in God's hands. To be honest with you guys, I have never gotten the flu shot. The last time I got a flu shot was back in... Hmm. I want to say... Hmm. That's a good question. It, it, it was before the 2000s. Because uh, it's 2020 now, essentially. So, let's see. I think 1998. No. Yeah. I think right around 1998 or something like that, or maybe even 95, was the last time I actually had a flu shot. I've never gotten a flu shot since. You know, they give away the free flu shots and stuff like that. That's fine. If you feel like you need to go and get it, go and get it. But for me, look. It's been how long? And I'm around people that have the flu and all that stuff. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm still here, right? So, yeah, I don't ever plan on getting a flu shot ever again in my life. I mean, that's just my personal, um, you know, thinking on it. Like, I just, it, it doesn't affect me like, like it affects others, you know? 
And so for me to get the flu shot just means nothing. It doesn't mean anything for me. Um, you know, my all my I, I've I've had workers. You know, I've had many many workers over the years, and they've been had the flu or they got sick. Family members that got the flu or got sick. You know that kind of stuff, and I just don't I don't react to it like that. So yeah, um, there's from time to time I will get sick, but it's not from the flu. It's just from either uh, you know not enough rest or not eating enough and not having enough rest. That's usually when I start to get sick, just because I'm just go go go. But as far as me getting the flu, no, not really. I never. In fact, I don't think I've ever. No, I did get the flu once, but this is back when I was a really small kid. But other than that, I've never had it since. You know, and maybe it's because we're maybe some people are more immune to it now, right? So think about the coronavirus, right? Somebody gets it, they survive from it, or they get a little sick, but they 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 recover. Maybe their immune system gets built up enough so that way now, uh, you know, their system can fight it more. So if it comes back around next time, they're not affected like they were the first time. It's if 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 they even get affected at all, right? So we got to look at it all from all angles, guys. You know, there's no right and wrong answer. And, and um, everybody just needs to kind of do their own part, I guess, to a certain degree. And just kind of mitigate things in general, you know. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. want to give everybody an update. Stay positive, guys. Keep your head up and keep moving forward. And I'll see you guys on the next one.